This is the latest from your newsfeed. It's Wednesday, August 16th. An historic national agreement's been made to stamp out domestic and family violence within a generation. For the first time since Australia began a national plan to address violence against women and children, the federal, state and territory governments have signed up to specific targets with dedicated funding to help achieve each goal. One target is to reduce female intimate partner homicide rates by a quarter each year, with one woman killed on average every week at the hands of a current or former partner. The governments have also committed to halving the rate of all forms of family violence and abuse against Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women and children by 2031. Factional allies of Victorian Minister Lily D'Ambrosio say she's the victim of an internal ALP war over the future control of the party. The senior minister came under fire on Tuesday after leaked documents linked her to a fresh branch stacking scandal in which the signatures of at least two dead people were allegedly forged on party membership forms. Labor insiders claim the documents were leaked by a senior ALP figure as part of an intensifying factional war between Ms D'Ambrosio's socialist left faction and the party's right. They say it centres around succession planning ahead of Premier Daniel Andrews' anticipated retirement. And small regional towns across New South Wales are facing an influx of temporary workers moving in to build wind and solar farms, creating concerns about where they'll live. Mayors in the state's renewable energy zones are now calling on the New South Wales government to turn proposed worker accommodation camps being set up by private renewable energy developers into longer-term housing for the region. Mudgies had 20 developers conduct research on how many beds there were in the area's hotels, Airbnbs and housing stock. But Midwestern Council General Manager Brad Cam said they've pushed back in order to protect 3,200 beds and the town's tourism industry. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. South Australians will not get a public holiday if the Matildas win the World Cup, but the state will instead plough almost $20 million into women's and girls' sport. Premier Peter Malinowskis has resisted pressure for a national day off eight days after the final, instead asking for a costing to taxpayers of the proposed public holiday. This was assessed at $18 million, which Mr Malinowskis told the advertiser would instead bankroll female sporting infrastructure. Of this, $10 million will go to Football Federation South Australia for women's and girls' soccer. And Townsville's the only regional area in Queensland meeting or exceeding the national average for digital access, with western parts of the state well behind. Industry leaders say affordability, network congestion and a lack of understanding about available options need to be tackled to close the gap between the regions and the southeast. Communications Minister Michelle Rowland says the government's investing $400 million to expand mobile coverage and $200 million for connectivity solutions in regional areas, but opposition communications spokesman David Coleman says just four out of 54 locations are receiving funding under the Albanese government's mobile black spot program. And we'll have an update to your newsfeed tomorrow.
Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.